0: Hey guys, it's me, Gina Marie. First, I wanna say a big, huge thank you to every single one of you for loving me, supporting me, and helping to make the launch of my podcast an incredible success. I greatly appreciate the shout-outs, the five-star written reviews, and if you haven't written one yet, no worries, you can right when you're done with this episode. Thank you for reaching out, texting, and commenting on posts, sharing how much you're already loving what you're hearing. Thank you. I'm super excited for what the future holds and what will happen on the show. I already have a health series in the works and much more. Be sure to stay tuned. And if you've been liking what you've been hearing here on the Wicked Wealthy Woman podcast, I promise you, you do not want to miss out on what I have to offer you. Are you ready? Because you know, if you know me, I love gifts. I love showing you the way to saying yes to yourself, to loving yourself more and showing up for you. It's time to take you off the back burner and make you a priority. So that's why I'm gifting you and offering a free 90-minute masterclass. Yep, that's what I said. Free 90-minute masterclass called Aligned and Activated. When? Wednesday, March 1st at 12 p.m. Eastern. Replay will be available, so sign up no matter what. Come to an amazing and incredible masterclass, have a little lunch and learn, and this masterclass is for you If you're ready to manifest what you truly desire, I'm going to show you, you have the power within you to create massive amounts of success. Ladies, this isn't woo. It's real and it's science. After this masterclass, you'll have the keys to unlock your unlimited potential, attract ideal clients, increase sales, connect in relationships deeper, feel empowered and confident. That's right. All of this for free in a 90-minute masterclass, and you don't wanna miss it. Heck, share it with everyone you know. To register, go to wickedwealthywoman.com backslash aligned and activated. That's an ampersand. Miss that, don't worry, it's in the show note. I love your face. Welcome to the Wicked Wealthy Woman podcast. I'm Gina Marie, and I am your holistic success coach. Here to help you heal, not hustle your way to success. I'm gonna show you how to discover and unleash the wicked wealthy woman you are inside. You'll be able to dream big, believe big, and become big as we heal, feel, and unleash the wicked wealthy woman you are. Hi, welcome back. I'm your host, Gina Marie. I'm so happy that you keep joining me here week after week. Today, we're talking about branding in a big, deep, super cool way. I'm so excited to talk to Rachel Pekarek today about this very important topic of building a micro-celebrity brand based on your unique God-given talents, personality, and purpose. And I'm so freaking excited because I know that you, my community, and I'm sure Rachel's too, is going to benefit greatly from this conversation. Why? Because so many of you are in the business of sales, direct sales, life coaching, business coaching, healers, spiritual mentors, and so many other services, yet so often when especially women are in these types of industries, they're in it because they freaking love what they do and hate, I mean loathe, the sales part. Yet this is so crucial to success. I cannot tell you how many times I've heard clients say, I don't want to be salesy or pushy, sales are so, and a huge part of sales is your branding, which is you, you owning your power, your unique gifts, your incredible personality, and your purpose. You are your branding. You are your message. You know I always say success is stepping into your truth and power starts with mindset and healing work, but if you don't have the marketing and sales systems, you're going to stay stuck. Yes, I also say the mindset and body work make all the other work actually work, and you cannot skip this part, learning to become a micro celebrity brand, because when you do, sales are no longer sleazy. You're in alignment with your core truth, you use your voice, you have exuberant amounts of confidence, and sell, sell, sell with ease and flow. Branding is huge. This is why I am so excited to introduce to you today, Rachel. She lives in Siberia, aka Minnesota, (laughs) with her husband, Tony, and her two fur babies, Oakley and Shoes. Got that right? She started in her first network marketing venture when she was 21 years old as a college dropout. She failed forward for several years until she found a mentor and a marketing system that allowed her to flourish online. In 2009, she started attraction marketing and using social media to grow her business. Since then, she's become one of the top recruiters top earners, and most sought after speakers in the home business space. She has helped lead a direct sales organization that has done over 200 million in revenue globally in the last decade, goosebumps ladies. Rachel is quietly passionate about her philanthropic work including building orphanages and rehabilitating youth rescued out of child sex trafficking. Rachel, you are an incredible woman lady, and I am so excited to have you here today. Welcome to the show, Rachel.
1: Yeah, Gina Marie, I'm so pumped. This is going to be amazing for all of your wonderful women that want to explode their brand over the next year so that they can achieve more, that they can have more fun, they can have a better system to do so, and then, of course, make a bigger impact. Yeah,
0: awesome. Let's jump right in. So I love Rachel. I was reading this, and I was like... I cannot wait to have her on. I love just the way that you speak, you articulate, and I love how you say, build a micro-celebrity brand based on your unique God-given talents, personality, and purpose. Tell me more about that.
1: Well, so when we think about trends, let's look at trends right now. We have this rise of the quote unquote influencer. I've been using the term micro celebrity for over a decade. And it was this idea that kind of hit me well over 10 years ago when I saw a trend happening in the space, specifically in internet marketing, that we had the ability to create our own little like tribe, our own little really, you know, tribe of raving fans. And it started in 2009 when I read a book or read an article from the Tech 1000. And they said that if you had a thousand raving fans, people that would do whatever you want, buy whatever you had, they would travel hours to go see you speak or in concert if you're a musician, that if you had a thousand raving fans, you could make a seven-figure income. And at that point, I was broke. So the idea I extrapolated that down on like a failure equation. I was like, well, if I just had you know a hundred raving fans, I could probably make a six figure income. And that was really like my first goal at that point in my mid20s. And so I began the pursuit of building this tribe or building this community online of followers and friends of people that were like-minded, that we had similar values and really serving them. And so now fast forward, it's been over a decade online, over 300,000 followers on Facebook, now starting Instagram over 30,000 followers. there, are tens of thousands of people on my email list, a thriving and very viral podcast. And so this has all come from building a micro-celebrity brand. So when we think about what it is, think about a celebrity. We want all the benefits of being a celebrity without losing our privacy, right? I mean, yeah. like, don't we want it? We want the freedom of finances. We want, I think all of us deep down probably would love to be known for something and love to be impactful or influential in a space. And, uh, but I don't want to go to Turks and Caicos with my husband and have the paparazzi, you know, taking pictures of me on the beach, right? I don't want to go to the store and be like, oh, Rachel's out getting you know groceries with no makeup on or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So the idea of being a micro celebrity. So you're known within your niche. You're known within whatever space or industry you're in. You're one of the first names that people think of when they're like, oh, you got to follow her. Oh, you got to subscribe to her. Oh, you got to read her book. That is a micro celebrity. So it's all the upside of becoming a celebrity without the downside. And I think a lot of people are using the term influencer right now. And I've watched that. I was like, you know, maybe I should kind of move towards that phase. But I I had a feeling in my head and like in my gut, actually, that influencer was going to be kind of trendy. And we're actually seeing now as we're moving into 2023 and beyond is that there's actually a negative connotation some people have with an influencer. Why? Because people do it in a bad way. And you can do anything in a bad way, business in a bad way. But you see it, you see it on Instagram, Gina Marie, like these, these influencers that have tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, or even millions of followers are peddling products and ideas and services that they don't even use, that they don't even care about. They're basically bought because of the following that they have. This is so much more congruent, ladies. This is the idea that you can build a little tribe of like-minded women and men that you serve with whatever you offer, but you're actually offering them something that you're in alignment with and that you love and that, you know, will add value to their lives. And it creates a sort of leverage. When we think about in the past with marketing and we were starting in business, I know when I started in business almost (laughs) 17 years ago, I was in, you know, I've started in direct sales. I have two companies right now. So I have a direct sales, which is a traditional network marketing business where we, you know, build a network of consumers and subscribers. And then I have a coaching business. And so when I started that network marketing business, Forever ago. I mean, I was like 12 <laughs> when I started. But I started when I, started you know, when I was I, five, You know, when I
0: signed my name on the data line in direct
1: sales. Yeah. Yeah. So like when I started when I was a baby, but really I was a college dropout. And and this was before, this was my space days. This was before Facebook, yeah. right? This is before yeah. Twitter. Instagram didn't even exist, it wasn't even a twinkle in their eye, no TikToks back then. So what did I have to do to build my business? You know, if I had a service, it was a software. How was I going to go acquire more customers? Well, I had to do it all offline. I had to go to the chamber of commerce. I became an ambassador there. I had to go and do trade shows. And as a raging introvert, Mm -hmm. this was, I mean, like, I remember Gina Marie. I remember going to these networking events and talking to the same two or three people because I was comfortable with them. And the idea of small talk, I would sweat through my shirt and I didn't know how to do public speaking. I was in my early twenties. And so it, I'm glad that I had to go through all of that, but it, it was really exhausting. I'd go and I'd go all over town. towns when I lived in Phoenix, Arizona, and I'd go to networking event after business meeting, and I would never get really any leads or the few that I got, I'd sign them up as a customer or whatever, business partner, and it wasn't enough to raise my income. And so when I realized, and it was actually a friend of mine, we can get into the culmination of this or the buildup of this he sat me down in 2008 and he's like, you got to start doing video. And I'm like video. He goes, yeah, YouTube. And I'm like, YouTube guys, think about 2008. Who was yeah. on YouTube, right? Cats. There were cat yeah. videos. Like that's all that was on YouTube. He's like, no, you did use it for sales. He goes, you got, you got a face for video. I'm like, thanks. And he's I'm like, <laughs> I definitely don't have a voice for podcasting. So I really, I really apologize to all of you guys listening. <laughs> But they're like, you got a face for videos. You're young, you're blonde, you know, you're vibrant, you're, you know, got a great personality, go on video. And so I started making videos on YouTube and within a few short months, I'm talking like eight weeks, I became the number one recruiter in my company. And it was a tiny little YouTube channel. And then I started learning Facebook and I started building a community on there. And now, like as the kind of bio shared, one of the top producers, not only in my company, but in my profession. And that's all because I built a micro celebrity brand. I can't build a global business, which is what I lead. I can't serve people outside of my local network without taking this into the online world. And, and it's so much leverage because I can go make sales when I'm on the beach in Cancun. I can go make sales while I'm on my, you know, on my boat at my little cabin of Northern Minnesota, I am making sales, whether I post or not, because of the following that I have, I have people that join me all the time or buy my courses that I'm like, I didn't post It's because I built this following and they're like, Hey, what does she offer? What does she have? I want to work with her. I want to join her. You know, I want to take her products. It's amazing.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. You're amazing. I love it. You know, and because I love your authenticity and that it, you know, it's not, what's the word I'm looking for, the overnight success, right? Like so many people are just so attached to that and going back, tying that back to how you're talking about influencers and gurus, and that it sets up this, this false hope, right, of becoming this overnight success. And I love how you talk about that. It's building community. It's building your tribe and it takes time, but it's just the consistency of doing it. And so you're clearly great at branding and using your voice and overcoming many obstacles. I love how you said in your bio that we're failing forward because I'm like you, I believe there are no failures. Only lessons as long as we're willing to be open to see them and actually learn from them. And you clearly have. How did you get to this place of using your gifts, personality, and purpose in such a successful way?
1: Uh, You have to crawl, walk, and then run, right? So what I teach my team and my clients, I say, you have to start with where you are with what you have. And there is, I think this gap and it's a success gap. And I always try to bring it down where we see people that are like, maybe you guys are life coaches, or maybe you guys offer some sort of services or products that you love or makeup or, you know, health and wellness line or coaching, whatever. And you see these micro celebrities that are in your niche. I call them niche neighbors. Mm -hmm. Um, So you see people that are in your space and they're doing really, really well. And you're like, there seems to be this giant gap because you're looking at their story on chapter 30, but you're on chapter two or chapter three or chapter 10. You probably, unless you followed them from, you know, incubation to delivery to like, you know, growing up in development, you haven't seen all of the trials and the failures and the missed marketing messages and the reinventions of their brand or their voice. And so one thing that's so great is that we're kind of positioned so perfectly in this space of time, when we look at like 2023 and beyond that there are, there's a rise in an ability and interest for information and education. People are looking to accelerate and grow. We look at the number one app in the world is TikTok. Instagram is right behind it, but really the future is even like YouTube. Well, what is YouTube? People say YouTube is social media. It's not, it's a search engine. It's a search engine. And I actually, I'll place it right now on this podcast that you're going to see a tremendous opportunity to create a micro celebrity brand on YouTube. And so I think it is starting with where you're at. So I, January, I, for being a top earner, I live a very, very simple life. I think there is misconceptions like, well, I'm not pretty enough. I'm not rich enough. I don't live in a glamorous house with the perfect white kitchen and the sprawling 12 foot Island and the shiplap walls. And, the, you know, everything's monochromatic now. And yeah. you're, 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 you're like looking at your shade carpet carpeting that has like, you know, dogs, pet stains on it. Yeah. And like your kids toys are all mishmashed They're not all perfectly white yeah. and, you know, cream and tan or <laughs> whatever. And you're like, you're like, my, my life is a mess, but that's where yeah. you start. You start with where you're at. It's not about being perfect. It's about being real. And actually I think that's a little bit more connectable, you know, it's connectable. It's relatable to people. And so I started as a broke network marketer building this brand girl. I didn't even have the equipment. Like I didn't even, have, I want to share, like I got a cheap um, this is back. So I started on YouTube. I got a cheap camera that recorded. I didn't even have the money for a tripod. I was a sole breadwinner. My husband at the time now ex-husband was unemployed. And Gene, I would sit down and I would make videos and I would, I would, you imagine it was like box, 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 book, 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 book and then yeah. her on top of it. I didn't even have a try. There was no ring light. There was no lav mic. There was nothing. I started with what I had where wow. I was. I lived in a 40 year old, tiny little English tutor in the country in Podunk, Texas, Magnolia, Texas. If any of you guys know where that is, I drove a rusted out Isuzu trooper car. Like I, and here I was giving business advice, giving tips. Now I, it wasn't inauthentic. I had some results. It just wasn't, I wasn't like a six or seven figure earner. I right. didn't, you cannot wait to start influencing people until you get there or you're never going to get there. You have to start with what you've learned yet. There's a great, great book or movie. Catch me if you can. Hmm. But with Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. 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 If you haven't watched it recently, please go back. And it's this real life story of Frank Abagnale. And it was, it's a real story of the greatest Czech forger and forgery artist in our nation's like history. And he went on and this was many, many, many decades ago. Frank was a real person. And as a teenager was like stealing the equivalent of like millions and millions of dollars. Well, he kind of created these identities. He was like an airline pilot, I think for like Delta or something, one of these big airlines. But it's funny story, Gina. By the time he was 23 or 22, he was acting, faking like a professor. And I think he was leading a semester at like Columbia University or North. It was one of these big Ivy League schools. Here's this kid who didn't graduate high school, didn't never went to college, and he is, he was forging, he was acting like a professor and teaching a class of these people that are paying thousands of dollars a year to go to university. How did he teach that? They asked him, How did you do that? You've never even gone through this course or had any education. He goes, Well, I have the textbook. I just stayed one chapter ahead. Okay. Yeah. That was it. And where you ladies are right now, when God is giving you like that stirring in your gut, that you have to start playing big, that you can't play to lose, that your voice is meaningful, that you can inspire people. You're going to have all that imposter syndrome saying you don't know enough. You're not there yet. You're not good enough. You don't have the most attractive results or lifestyle or perfect spouse and kids and 2.2 dogs or whatever it is like, you're going to, you're going to have all of those lies come into your head Mm -hmm. that maybe you haven't made a million dollars in your niche right now. You don't have to make a million dollars before you start teaching people how to make a dollar, just go make a dollar and then go make two and then go make 200 and then go make a thousand. And that is a person like you're, you're in chapter three. You can teach those in chapter two and one. You've been there. I'll show you how to get there. And so that is, I think that for me, it's been a journey of personal development. When we look at business, you start where you are with what you have, but so much of our results you know they're the 6 inches between our ears and it's it's who we are inside and it's the dark and lonely work as women and men that we have to do in order to become successful. And successful doesn't necessarily mean even riches successful might be successful in our relationships or in our health and our wellness and our self-care or in our spiritual walk. And so we have to do this work. I'll tell you that. when we look at the vanity metrics of my life, which you just shared and we shared the vanity metrics of my business and the millions and all that sort of stuff, it is only because I have developed into this person But I, I didn't wait to develop and then go do it. It was like I was like on the job training. I was, I was learning and growing. I was learning and then teaching. I was learning and influencing. I was expanding my beliefs and my and who I was as a person and working on myself. And I was growing up. In fact, I've kind of grown up on camera. It's kind of just crazy. (laughs) People have kind of who have been along for the ride. Like Rachel, wow, you you really changed a lot. I'm like, yeah, it's just a process.
0: Yeah. And I i mean, I i hope we've changed, right? It's so funny when sometimes people say, you know, I will say that with you, I agree that my success has come from personal development. And sometimes people are like, oh my God, you, Eugene, you've changed so much. Well, for Christ's sakes, I hope so. We've been yeah. friends since I was 18. Like I yeah. don't want to be the same, right? Exactly. And so I was literally jotting down notes while you were talking because I don't want to miss like a few things that you said that are so powerful. One of them that I coach clients on a lot is that imperfect action. Stop waiting for the stars and the moon to align and be perfect because it's never going to happen. So just take that action. I couldn't agree with you more. Imperfect action brings you more success. It is. And then waking up, you were talking about, oh, I already forget his name in the movie, the movie you were referencing. Yeah, Frank Avril. Uh-huh. Yes. It's, it's, that is exactly what I coach. It's not about waiting to become it in order to believe it. It's believe it. You believe it in yourself. You wake up and you act as that next elevated version of you. And then you become her. You yeah. don't need to see the things to believe it. You become her and act her now. Like so powerful. I love that reference. And it's so true. What it is, what holds us back are the lies that we tell in our head, right? Like, and so just practicing becoming her every single day, you actually are her. And another huge one you are talking about is imposter syndrome. I coach and teach on this all the time. So many women think that I need another program. I need another product. I need something else to make me worthy to teach. and. It's not, it's exactly what you just said. It's just that be one chapter ahead. That's it. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to know everything and have all the answers. It's just go do it. Just take action and you grow into it. And the biggest one for me is really, it's a personal development. It's really loving yourself, respecting yourself, honoring yourself and being loyal to you is how you show up true and authentic. And that's how you find success.
1: Yeah. And I, even taking it a little step deeper, there's a really great quote, and I apologize, I can't remember who said it. And it was, in the morning of our life, it's all about me. And in the afternoon of our life, it's all about we. And so in the beginning stages, you're right, you know, we, we have to certainly know who we are, what we stand for, our values, our worth, our possibility, and walk in, and deeply start to walk into that. That's courageousness. But then there's a flip and a switch that I think that with my clients and my mentees and all that is that the moment they actually stop focusing on themselves, everything changes because really, truly your life is not about you. Your product is not about you. Your services are not about you. It's about who you can touch and who you can impact and the lives that you can change. And so what I see, I see a very weirdly thing that I work with women. It is this imposter syndrome. It is analysis paralysis. It is a worth issue. But when you actually look at it, and some people are not going to like it, but just dive with me or Go with me. Be open to this. It's actually quite selfish. It's actually quite self-absorbed. It's actually ego. Now, ego can manifest in things like insecurity because you care what people think. But the mm-hmm. moment that you start to realize it is not about you, if you are partnered with a company or you have a, whatever your service or product or idea that you you have, hopefully you have something that you feel so excited about that, you know, it's not for, it may be not for everyone. So, you know, you have a specific niche or a specific customer avatar or whatever, but you know, if they get on these products or get on this service or get in this community or get working in this tool that you have, that they're going to see results and so what is really holding us back is a lot of our ego of seeing like, what are people going to think? What mm. are they? like, guys, I'm telling you first off, ladies, they're not thinking about you much anyways. You know, people yeah. do not think about you nearly like you are the center of your universe. Okay. Yeah. And the truth is they're going to think what they're going to think anyways. And that's not of your making. Right. And yeah. so when I got started in building my micro celebrity brand, my family, it. They, well, my parents have always been wildly supportive. I'm so blessed there. But my brothers were hugely haters. Yeah, and I mean, I was in my mid twenties and I'm I'm sure ladies, you guys have felt this. You posted something and your family's like, What are you doing? And you know, <laughs> who do you think you are? Mine was what is she selling this week? That's yeah. what my mine- Today, yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, what does she think she is? Or flavor of the month? Or oh, yeah. she's trying one of those things? I remember, you know, being with some of our friends, and we were in this kind of community setting, and you know, you have a lot of people around, and you kind of kind of hear whispers and conversations. And I happen to overhear friends of mine talking about me, and then is my ex, and they're talking about Rachel, and they're like. Oh, Rachel, this is when I was struggling. I was on, on the struggle bus of business, mm-hmm. right? Just getting the wheels turning, just taking imperfect action, trying my hardest and like kind of spinning it. And like, just, it was like literally just beginning and there, and I had struggled offline for years. And so I was just starting to do online. And these friends were saying, oh, Rachel, she's so cute. She's trying. Why doesn't she go get a real job? Because they knew that we were financially struggling, like really in deep and dead and things like that. And so you're going to have haters. It's It's just not about them. It's not about you. It's about who you can serve. And so when you wake up every single day with a prayer, with a meditation of saying, God, bring me the people That you want me to impact or influence, that I can speak life into, that I can encourage, that I could inspire with whatever my product, service, or idea is. When you come to your platform every day, not worried the fact that you, oh, well, I'm not as cute without this filter, or I don't have the perfect, Mm -hmm. like when you stop giving a rats about that kind of stuff and come with the idea of like every day, I'll teach you the four E's of micro celebrity branding, okay? okay? Four E's, educating, Entertaining, enlightening, and there's a bonus, enraging. Okay, wait, ladies, write that down. Go ahead, Rachel, say it again. <laughs> Educating, entertaining, enlightening, and enraging. Okay. So every day, when we think about building a micro celebrity, you're, the brand is a loose term because it can, how you do it, the techniques can vary depending on what platform you're on. So building on TikTok is going to look very different than Facebook and building on Instagram looks very different than podcasting. And so you pick a platform, one platform this year, please do it and dominate. You got 12 months ahead of you. Dominate that specific platform. Learn everything about it. Yes, take the course, but then go implement. Watch a video, watch tutorial, then implement. Learn as you go. But every day I come to my brand, my tribe. And I think, how can I educate them? How can I entertain them? How can I enlighten them? And how can I use enraging? Now, enraging is weird, but I'd like to kind of go here because everybody wants virality. Everybody wants to go viral. They want to they want <laughs> yeah. And the most viral pieces are these four things. They they teach somebody something They give them a laugh or a chuckle, kind of keeps their engagement of entertainment or edutainment is like kind of a combo of the two. Enlightening, you've inspired you. have Wow, I never thought of that. Never looked at it that way. Like they're just like, it's not quite education because it's a heart thing. And then enraging. And this has actually been a a secret of mine. It's not for every woman, but I want to speak to you right now. Maybe you're not the woman that is shy. Maybe you're actually the woman listening to this podcast and you're like, I have beliefs. (laughs) (laughs) And you're like, I have a line in the sand. And you're like, I believe in this, not that. It is black or white for you on certain things. I was told, Gina, in my career, I have had mentor after mentor say, never talk about faith or politics. I have had people call me up and say, Rachel... You are crazy. Stop talking about faith and politics in your brand. But that's so funny because 300,000 followers later, I built my entire brand, my micro celebrity following on what? My views on faith and politics Mm -hmm. and and, uh, and other things. I add value of nutrition and things like that, of course, but I take a polarizing stance. So what this does in your micro celebrity following, we do not want to attract everyone, ladies. Mm, yeah. If Amen. You speak to everyone, you serve no one. no one. And so, what you want is you want to be polarizing if this is aligned with you. Because some women are like, oh, like some cultures are like, I don't want to like offend or whatever. Like, do you? That's but right. I will tell you there is power for standing for something. So, mm-hmm. I post something maybe politically. Let's talk about like pandemic. I posted certain things that I believed I was seeing and, you know, things I didn't agree with. And it enraged some people. But in that enraged too, I'd get these comments that were not so great, but then I'd get a hundred more comments saying, yes, preach. I believe it. And then all these people tagging, you got to follow Rachel. You got to follow. She's speaking truth or like even in my business right now in direct sales, because I'm so, so vocal about my religious beliefs and my faith and spirituality is I have people that are constantly tagging. They're referring people to me, which drives mm-hmm. Sales on all right. different levels, saying you got to follow Rachel. She's just like us. Yeah. What you, lady? What you want, ladies? What you want to do in building a brand is create me twos. Mm. So it's like, oh, you're a Christian, me too. Or yeah. you're a Buddhist, me too. Oh, right. oh, you're a, a Democrat, me too. Or you're a Republican or conservative, me too. Oh, you're pro-life or pro-choice, me too. Oh, you have dogs, me too. Oh, you yeah. eat paleo, me too. Or you're a vegan, plant-based, me too. You know, you share those sort of things. And so all I have done, Gina, is really just lived who I am unapologetically. Now, that was rough in the beginning. You learn to do it with grace and compassion, and that comes through personal development. You know, I'm not getting in fights on the internet with people, right? But, but I stand for something, and that sets me apart from the sea. Ladies, there's so much competition in your industry, unless you're like in underwater basket weaving. You're, you're, <laughs> if you're a life coach, what sets you apart? Yes, yes. We yes. all teach in life coaching, and, and, and we all teach the same things. I mean, the same yeah. principles, little different techniques. Some people teach like tapping and all oh, whatever, like all these sort of things. But what's going to really, really stand you apart? Your God-given gifts, your personality, and your purpose. Mm-hmm. It's your experience of what you have. It's your, it's your character. It's your views. And so it's like any, like, gosh, how many network marketers are there, Gina? <laughs> like yeah. how, how many top yeah. earners are there? Thousands, tens of thousands. Why would they join Rachel Picard? Why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. I'm not the number one earner in the space. I'm a top earner, but deaf people out earn me in spades. So why would they join me? If there's 70,000 distributors in my company, why would they join me? Why would they join you? The way that you stand out is by living yourself truly and and unapologetically, and you're going to get some hate. I did this in 2015. There was this big, huge, you might remember this political nightmare, and it was a guy from Minnesota, a dentist that flew to Africa and shot a lion. Do you remember that? It was, I do. I do. I do. I
0: don't generally watch the news or things like that, but I do remember that.
1: Yeah. This was the hero, right? This whole thing. If he did the right thing, apparently there's like the sacred lion and it was Cecil, the lion or whatever. And I saw it and there was like, I mean, like PETA, all these animal activists, all it was was, insane on Facebook. And so I was like, everybody's freaking out about this. We have so many other problems in this world and, and, and specifically problems in Africa. And so I found an old photo from the 1970s. It's the famous photo of the starving child that's like emaciated and then a vulture looking onto it, right? Very famous, that photographer. And I think the photographer actually went and adopted that child. Like there's a story behind that. Mm-hmm. But this was like a time photo, like time magazine. And it was like the photo of the year or whatever. And I, 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 I said, okay guys, now that you're done crying about the dentist and the lion or whatever. We have a real problem because it was like 2000 children a day are starving to death in right. Africa or something like that. It was something super polarizing.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh my word. 250,000 shares later, it reached 60 million people. I had 12,000 fans overnight. Wow. Just by saying, you know what? Y'all are ridiculous. This is what I believe. Now you might yeah. think I'm crazy. Like Rachel was a lion. Like, okay, great. Awesome. You do you. Right. But that kind of stuff has really, really been explosive. Same thing on almost every political thing. I, I'll share my opinions and people are like, yeah. And then some people are like, I hope you die. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's awful. But I'm not laughing at that. You know what I'm just, you know, like I can't. It's a stranger on the internet. It's like Right. And that that's what I just can't like with the comments on social media,
1: but I get it. I get it. Oh, Ah, so many women are so afraid of the, who do you think you are? And I wish you were dead and you suck. Like they're afraid of those comments from nobodies or like somebody they went to high school with. They're not thinking that I, if I do this consistently, predictably, if I live, not only will you feel better about yourself because you're so walking in alignment with your assignment, right? But millions of dollars are on the back end. Yeah.
0: What are you leaving on the table by not using your voice and your power? Millions not living in alignment. Yeah, millions. millions so powerful. I do thumbs while you were talking because I'm just like this. Like I'm about all of this. Like using your voice and really stepping into digging deep. And that's what it is. Is it's it's doing the personal development work. It's doing all of this mind, body, and soul work to really be able to step into your power, to know exactly what it is because there's so many years of layers of conditioning and programming that so many women aren't even really sure who the heck they are. Mm. They're, they're living out the old beliefs that they were raised by. Yeah. And so making it about you to dig deep and then you are able to speak your voice and serve. Mm -hmm. It's so powerful.
1: Yeah. One of my studies, I have have a faith-based coaching. So just note that. But um, one of my studies, my best study is is called identity. Mm. And it's when you know who you are and you Mm. know why you're here, it it creates a peace and and, and stability and firm ground for you to walk through your life. And these little, you know, the, the devil and his minions of all these lies that just come up and say, you know, you're not good enough you're not pretty enough. You're going to offend somebody. You're not worthy of love. You're not worthy of success. Mm-hmm. Those can go to hell where they belong. Yeah. This is our lives. You do deserve success. And again, I'm not, I, I know every woman's version of success is different. Mm-hmm. Frankly, I'm not super motivated by money, Gina. I have, I have a lot of it and I make a lot of it, um, but, but I know that a lot of us, you know, when we got started, I was super motivated by money because I was broke. <laughs> <Six> <laughs> years like so I had to like, I had, I was the, Charity. I didn't, you know, I couldn't give to charity. I was like, I was the charity. It was just, it was was back against the wall moments back then. But, um, but it's just, it's just amazing when you know who you are and what you can do when you're not listening to that bull crap. And in, let's be real, what are you going to go do in the next, let's look at the next 12 to 24 months? How are you going to get more clients? How are you going to get more customers? What's your business plan this year? Like, what is really your plan to do so? And most importantly, with uh, building a micro celebrity brand, how are you going to have clients five years from now? Yeah. This is what it's literally done for me is like, I'm seven years in my company and I'm one of the top recruiters. How, How? It's because I built a brand mm-hmm. so that I can post something on Facebook, like I shared and get 10 sales. It, it's just 10 new customers, five new customers, two new reps. It's just, it just makes sense. It makes dollars and makes sense.
0: Yeah. And it's exactly, I mean, that's exactly how it worked for me to reconnect with you. It yeah. was, just really believing that when I was having a conversation with Beth, that, you know, Rachel is someone who is very authentic. She's vulnerable. She's honest in her beliefs. And so that's exactly who I want to be in alignment with. And that's exactly why I reached out to you. Yeah.
1: I'm so glad you did.
0: Love it. So, all right. So I feel like using your gifts, this this is my belief. I feel like using your gifts, your talents, and your purpose is the underlying key to success. Like, I, I believe that with my whole heart. And yet so many women struggle to step into this power. I believe it's a worthy issue. Like you were just talking about, I believe it's their birthright, but they've lost it along the way. And so I'm so curious, what hurdles did you have to overcome to get where you are now, to have this belief in yourself, to use your talents in the way that you do? Oh, like, do we have a couple of hours? I uh, it's like, do you want to lay down on my couch, Rachel?
1: Like what? We all have a story. Mm. And again, we can look at the person that's on the stage or the big celebrity in your micro celebrity in your niche and be like, oh, well, they didn't grow up that way or they didn't have this happen to them. I mean, my rap sheet. You know, I was abused as a kid. I I grew up in a, a divided household. You know, my parents divorced when I was eleven months old. Thankfully, beautiful parents, but you know, it wasn't easy. There was a lot of trauma in my house. There was a lot of you know, kind of really gnarly stuff. I was you know, betrayed very early in life by my first love. I almost died at the age of 15 from a an illness called ulcerative colitis or inflammatory mm-hmm. bowel disease. And so I literally at 15 years old, almost died. I was two months in the hospital. I went on, now I've had over 44 surgeries in my life. Most of those by the time I was 18, I missed most of high school because of those illnesses and hospitalizations. Dropped out of college, my first, and I'll share with you, kind of went on I and mean, this has been this whole journey of building up Belief, skills, my mindset, skill set, and leadership. That's been my three pronged approach. But I'll share with you just a few years ago, about 2017, in a course of 18 months, this was my life. Now, I was a successful entrepreneur, but in a few months, my dad was diagnosed with early onset dementia at 57. My dog died. A week later, I found out that I was infertile and capable of having children. I started fertility type of treatments. A few months later, developed a life-threatening complication. I needed to have a very, very intense surgery that had to have two of the best surgeons, you know, come into a room together to operate on me. In that process of waiting for those two surgeons to come together on one date to do the surgery, my first marriage fell apart. I entered into a seven-figure mediation and divorce. And then I had the surgery in seven weeks on my back, recovering like full open surgery, you know, laparotomy. And so in 18 months, I kind of, and then a few months later, my other dog died. So oh, I- Rachel! I was saying, she was two years old. It was so sad. I was saying like in a period of 18 months, all I needed was a double wide trailer to burn down and I was a country song. Like it just was like <laughs> it was, but it was one of those things. It was like, I remember on my knees praying, like it, it was almost like, okay, hey God, you took my dad, you took my dog, you took my fertility, you took my money, you took you know, my wealth and you know, all these things, right? My health. And I I don't need any of it. I, I just want you. And so I went through a massive period of deep inner work and what I call spiritual growth. And and what I actually made a habit, if you guys want something to actually get through this, you want something tangible, tactile to walk away with this, is I began to super, super prioritize what I call my daily practices or my spiritual practices every single day. And so this might look differently for whatever your beliefs are. It could be gratitude in the morning, could be prayer, could be journaling, could be reading like some sort of scriptures or whatever. And I made this actually because it was essential because I couldn't breathe Mm. because it just was like, I was so hungry and in so much pain and so much that's grief, 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 grief that my poor body at 32, 33, 34 years old, it just was like, I, I just was unbelievable. And it forced me to grow. It actually turned into my, I have a keynote talk, I have several, but my keynote talk that I've spoken on stage a million times called Breakdown or Breakthrough. Mm-hmm. And we all have the trials in our life and you get to choose what story you attach to it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Are you the victor or the victim?
0: Are you the mess
1: or are you the message, right? And so I knew that I could triumph out of those trials and I chose to break through. And I was so grateful because I got to go through all of that loss and it made me who I was. It encouraged my faith. It developed my mindset more. I got to look at myself in the mirror and figure out, what do I need to change inside of me? Because certainly some of these things that occurred, like even my marriage imploding, you know, I I'm, I certainly had something to do with that. There's two people in, an, in a relationship, right? So I can't just blame somebody else, the whole thing. And so it, it was a really wonderful time, as hard as it was. I look back and I'm like, that was probably the biggest growth period in my life. So if you guys are in a trial right now, or, you know, there's only three types of women on this, this podcast, you're either in a trial, you're just getting out of one, or one is right around the corner. Mm-hmm. And what's that called? Life. Yeah. I love Life. it. Yeah. Right. And so I am a, and we all are a product of our circumstances. Mm-hmm. But many people blame what has happened to them for where they're at. It's not what has happened to us, it's our reaction to it. And what we do with that information determines where we go now. Yes. So I could have sat, I looked back, t- my husband, Tony. New husband, hot, amazing lumberjack. Shout out to Tony. I love him so much. He's the reason I live in Siberia. Mm-hmm. And we talk about the 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 traumas that we had in our life,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and and we're like, how do we become such functional adults? It's just amazing. Yeah. It's like such a gift from God. But I'm so grateful because the trials that I've had have actually made me a better person. And the people that I know that have never had challenges business failures, marital failure, like relationship failures, traumas, like all that sort of loss in their life. They have no spine. Mm. They have no backbone. They have no grit. They don't have perseverance. Their ability to move through daily challenges is so superficial. Mm. And so if you guys have gone through a lot, it actually, I think it makes you even that much more relatable in your niche. I'm super, I I talk about vulnerability. So key in building a micro celebrity brand again, what attracts, you know, we talked about enraging, you know, your polarizing beliefs, but also vulnerability. I talk about when my first husband went through bankruptcy and foreclosures and I, I wasn't on the name that I went through that. I lived that with him and, you know, I had failures. My second company, I watched 99% of my customers walk. Away, my income went down by ninety percent in about three years, and so yeah, so over a hundred thousand a month down to like twelve or fourteen, yeah. which is still a great income, but not nearly what it had right. been. And so I share these things, those trials. They made me who I am today. So whatever you're going through, that feels like you're going to quit, it feels like I can't do this. This is actually the test that you need. This is going to be the platform that you stand on. This is going to be the way that you inspire is through what you persevered and gone through. And everything happens for you, not to you. You got to use it and flip the script. And you got to share it because there's other people that are hurting, that are going through the same things, that are struggling, whether it be even simple like like imposter syndrome. You found a way to start breaking through that. You got to share it. I share all of the rough and gnarly edges that I still battle with today, but I've certainly gotten through. I share that with my team and with my clients all the time. I want them to know I am not perfect.
0: I'm Mm -hmm. going
1: through just the mess of life that you are. I've just learned a few tools and strategies throughout the way that have allowed me to have more peace, better relationships, healthier life on, on, you know, physically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, all that, so.
0: Yes. And so, oh, I just, I'm like sitting here absorbing what you're saying. And I'm like in my brain, I'm like, preach, preach, preach AM. Amen. Because, you know, you hit my heart. My mom passed away 68 with dementia two years ago and she was diagnosed young. And my dad died last year, 71, congestive heart failure. And, you know, they were together since they were 12 and 14, married at 16 and 18, three kids at 21 and 23. And it was a rocky road. It was a rocky marriage. It was roller coaster ride. And but, you know, so the years for many years, my brothers and I would sit around and we would complain and we would talk about how hard our childhood was and how hard dad was. And through my personal development and growth journey, Rachel, I'm so grateful for every experience that I had with my parents. I can now say how proud I am of them. I wouldn't be who I am today and neither would my brothers if we didn't experience what we experienced. And I couldn't agree with you more that this is the way for women to to find their truth and to heal so that they can see it in a new light. And that when we do this, this is how we change the world one person at a time by changing ourselves and growing and healing. This is the ripple effect. When you say yes to yourself, you're able to guide others and lead them because you say yes to yourself. And you're able to see
1: the obstacles and the challenges as lessons. And, and that's all it is. It's a part of our journey. Yeah. Ugh. It's such a, it's such a mindset. It's such a mindset game. People always ask me, cause a lot of people have been with me in the journey. So they've seen me kind of grow up, right. Yeah. And they're like, how do you have this? And yeah. it's not the business. It's not the income. It's it's more of how did you get to where you're at right now with your confidence, with your posture, with your belief, with your attitude, with your character You got to do the dark and the lonely work. Mm -hmm. And so here we are in a branding podcast and ladies, we're getting down to the nitty gritty is that if you are willing to do that work, kind of like dig the well, it's so worth it because all of the fruit on the other side of all of this is just amazing. Having a peace, having confidence, having assuredness, having a purpose, having clarity by doing that work. So it's 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 a it's a, it's a daily thing. It's a daily practice, and I, I teach a lot of that on online as well. So hope to inspire.
0: Yes. And that, that is like perfect segue into it's, it's a journey. It's, it's, we're on a healing journey. We're never healed. We just keep going on the journey. And so the same, like people will ask me, like, they think it's like, oh, you're just so positive and optimistic all the time. No, it's that I'm at cause. I look at how I'm at cause, not I'm at effect of everything that happens outside of me. I take responsibility for who I am and where I'm going. Ah, oh, So beautiful. I love you so much. I am so grateful for this conversation. I want you to share with us how people can connect and work with you.
1: Yeah. So, um, if any of this kind of resonated, um, you guys can take a look at, I always say, I always say buyer beware. <laughs> uh, you can go to my Instagram I'm checking this out at soul CEO. So kind of think your heart soul CEO. We also have, I also have a podcast called soul CEO with Rachel Picard. That's on Apple, Spotify, and all of the major you know platforms there. So it's specifically, if you are a faith-based entrepreneur or a network marketer that wants to build their business profitably without losing their soul, that would be a good fit for us. So connect and Gina, I'm so excited for you. I'm excited for the women that you're going to inspire this year. I know that this, this podcast is just one tiny arm of reach. The fact that you're putting all this effort for free is amazing. I know the work and effort put behind it and your heart to serve and to mentor is just super inspiring. So I'm excited for you and your tribe this year.
0: Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate you, and uh, also know that the way to connect with Rachel will be in the show notes. And before we go, Rachel, I have a super. F- I love fun. I love you know <laughs> personal development can be deep. It can be. It brings out the tears and all yes. of that is. We need I- the levity. The oh, we levity. We need the levity, and here's the levity. I love it. And so here's a rapid round. Are you ready? Ready. Three questions. All right. I'm a karaoke queen who can't
1: carry a tune and don't care. I need to know your favorite song. Oh my gosh. I've only done karaoke once and it was Amy Winehouse rehab. (laughs) Cause she's got such a funky voice. It's not about tone at that point. So that was my my tip there.
0: I'm going to try that one. I love it. Okay.
1: Number two, give us one
0: self-care tip you use regularly.
1: Mm. Doing, doing an activity that doesn't involve looking at a glass screen. So finding something that you love for me, it's gardening for me, it's, it's art, even I paint and things like that, doing something that gets you in nature, but finding something ideally with your hands or productive that you, that like, to me, it's getting out in in nature and getting my hands dirty in the dirt, my vegetable garden, things like that. Um, That's, that's a point of self-care. There's so much anxiety when you're always tapping on a screen. So,
0: yes, I love it. That's connecting with your soul, right? So in alignment, I love it. Three, fill in the blank. I'm a wicked, wealthy woman
1: because. Oh, because of God's grace and a lot of hard work. <laughs> I, I I I literally sit here, guys. I like it's just about turn 30 38 and I'm like, I, I sit, wonder almost every day in gratitude. How did I get here? How do I get to lead this life? It is not, I'm in trials right now. It is just deep stuff. But but the fact that we get to do what we do and get to connect with women like you and serve in the conversations and the DMs and the, you know, all my customers, it's just, it's just hashtag blessed.
0: <laughs> so. Love it. I love it. And that is everything that I talk about being a wicked, wealthy woman. It's about being wicked, wealthy, and your mind, your beer, your your mind, your body, and your soul it. I love it. Thanks. Thank you so much for being here. I love you so much. Alrighty, everybody. Thank you for joining me today. And remember to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. And if you've enjoyed the show, please leave us a five-star written review. This is the Wicked Wealthy Woman podcast with me, Gina Marie. Remember, everyone, including you, is a wicked wealthy woman. You just need to unleash her.